yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Heckaboard. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. Yeah, Jinx is going crazy. He drives me crazy. <laughs> he's a good kitten, but he's a kitten. Yeah, that's what happens. Man, yeah. You had a nice lazy old cat, but no, had to get a new kitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and Kiki hates him. <laughs> I thought, I thought, like, oh, maybe though, she'll start to be like no. maternal to him or start nope. to like him so far. Like the dogs love him, and he he loves the dogs. They're fine, mm-hmm. but Kiki's still like. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at hates all. Hates him, hates him. <laughs> well, now thanks a lot because fucking Owen saw him on Sunday, and he's like, "We need a kitten." I'm like, "No, we don't. We have a cat." Dang it! I should have told him more that he really needed one. <laughs> that if your dad loved you, he'd get you. <laughs> Apparently, I don't. <laughs> Apparently, I love my cat more. Because I know what would happen, at least at our house, yeah. we'd pay attention to the kitten and the old cat would get left behind. And, yeah. And I don't want that. Yeah. We're very precise about how we make time for all of them. It's just that... It's too much work. Well, and Kiki, like, Kiki likes her time in the office, so a lot of times they end up lo- shutting the door. Yeah. So she can just be in there with me. He gets his time out, but then he actually gets nap times. So we put him mm-hmm. in his room, and he'll he'll go to sleep. That's like, only gonna last for a little bit longer, man. I know. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, same with the dogs. They we just make time for each one of them. We took him for a walk in that stroller. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes, ladies, Mike has a stroller for his dog. <laughs> hey, she's got dwarfism, and uh-huh. she can barely walk. Dude, she can she walk zips around. around like crazy. Yeah, she's but she fine. can't walk like a full. Like if sure. you take her for a walk, she'll get like around a block or so, mm-hmm. and then she's like, ah. Honestly, though, high school you, if you knew that you were going to be walking <laughs> with a dog in a baby stroller, what would you say? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell happened to you, man? Exactly. <laughs> That's what parenthood does. Uh, this is stand-up dads. This is Rob. And Mike. It's amazing the shit you do that you would swear you never would have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got the fucking stroller. I, uh, we signed our my kid up for soccer, which starts up late August. Oh, that that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but stupid-ass me, they were short on coaches. I'm like, I'll do it. So I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. No, you're showing up. You You're doing the right thing. Yeah, but the thing is, so the kids started a soccer camp like yeah. two weeks ago. And, you know, it's all kids under nine. And that's probably what I would get. And I'm just watching going, oh, my God, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's basically probably playtime. No, like actually, some show. of the kids are good. Oh, okay. My concern is the hardest thing coaching is it making it interesting for the good, the kids that are really good and the kids that suck. Yeah. Because, you know, they each have different needs. Yeah, it's teachings like that. Yeah, Yeah, just across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this week we're going to make a little bit of a diversion because usually we end up with a bad dad, but this week... Here's a story about a bad daddy. We're going to start with a bad dad because it's a great intro for this week's topic, which is asshole parents ruin youth sports. (sighs) Asshole parents ruin everything. They do. (laughs) But, But yeah, especially the sports. Well, and it was not tough at all to find stories about parents that fuck up 
youth sporting events. Yeah. I mean, there's literally thousands and thousands of them. Some of the headlines that I didn't choose. Yeah. Video shows parents and kids attacking referee. Oh, my God. Texas mom charged with beating ref and kids at basketball game. 215-pound dad attacks elderly referee at youth basketball game. Oh, my God. Quebec soccer referee punched in face by parent. Umpire speaks out after being attacked by upset parent. I mean, and it's such, it's such like a taking that there's already people that will take sports in general too seriously. Yeah. As if they played the game, and then it's it makes it like exponentially worse when you're like taking the kids one that seriously. Yeah. You're like, just let them enjoy it. Yep. Well, the one I chose, this happened uh, just a month ago, June 15th. Youth baseball coach fractured 72-year-old umpire's jaw after ejection. Oh, my God. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> I know. A 72-year-old youth baseball umpire was left with a fractured jaw after an ejected coach leveled him with a sucker punch at a 13-and-under tournament. 13-and-under. 13-and-under. No one's in high school yet. Yeah. The incident occurred in Branchburg, New Jersey. The league claims that the coach in question had been drinking between games. (laughs) Oh, my God. And was ejected after aggressively arguing a call with the umpire. This reminds me of the Brad News Bears. Remember Buttermaker would drink beers? I never watched the Bad News Bears. Is oh it God. good? It's great. Okay. The following punch reportedly fractured the umpire's jaw in two places, requiring his jaw to be wired shut and extensive dental surgery. Now, I know people are saying, Rob, that's a coach. That's not a parent. Hang on. The coach is not the bad guy here. Well, he is, but the coach had le- allegedly fled the scene before the police arrived. Arrived. While parents on his team were heard shouting at the injured umpire, claiming he deserved it. <laughs> oh my God. That's the bad parents for this oh. week. <laughs> no one helped him. Yeah, and this is a quote from the league. Uh, what I found also disturbing was some of the families, instead of coming to aid to the aid of the umpire, were complaining about his calls. <laughs> and what and, and the ridiculous part is like 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 what's happening with you at your school. It's always like we need someone. We need someone. Yeah. And then the second you get in there, you son of a bitch. Like, yeah. it, and it's always like that. Like, we just need someone to help. Why aren't you doing this right for my kid? Like, the second you're in there, but yeah. they're not volunteering. Like, you get your ass out there then. You I go know. be a ref then. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, I'm very busy. I'm working all the time. You know, we'll get into that. Yeah. People need to get a grip and have an ounce of compassion for a fellow human being. Because what kind of message are you sending to your kids? Yeah. It's like, there's a old man on the I ground know, hurting 72. and you're still yelling at him. I mean, how bad were these calls? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see. He's like, he really can't. Why don't you volunteer? He's the only one who would volunteer. I always he probably couldn't see what happened. Shit. You guys are mean. You probably couldn't turn the, fast enough to see it. The best from a bad bunch. And you got a sucker punch <laughs> an old man. Like, come on. I know. I always loved, cause I used to watch a lot of wrestling growing up. Yeah. My brother loves those, loved oh, it too, yeah. It's the best. But I remember one of the best jokes from the the announcers was like, you know, because the refs are always so bad. You know, it's <laughs> like they're totally cheating and they're always looking yeah. the other way. It's like, come on, you know the ref's plan doesn't include vision. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. I think that was a Jerry Lawler line. But it's so true. The only reason the guy's doing it is probably to help their freaking league out and they probably didn't have anyone to do it and he probably enjoyed it up until that point 
No, we'll get to it. Yeah. For the parents that lose sight of why they're getting so invested in their kids. Yeah. I got uh, Jeff Foxworthy talking about it. No more parents at Little League games. We've tried it. It doesn't work. Children's recreational sports were started for kids to have fun. It is the grown-ups that took the fun out of it. Seriously, mm-hmm. parents, no more serious. Parents, no more yelling at the coaches. The coaches are not the reason your child is not going to play professional sports. <laughs> your genetics are the reason your child is not going to play professional sports. I think that's the most important message. Let them just have fun, yeah. And yeah. not, because, yeah, Olivia was in, the coaches weren't bad and, it was it, she was in um, s- swimming for one year, mm-hmm. and it was awesome for her getting to swim better. Mm-hmm. But and this is a weird one. It wasn't that the parents were mean or yelling at kids, but the entire setup of swimming in general is like it's just a killer schedule. Like yeah. they they swim every day, mm-hmm. and then they have these giant days where it's like you. You have to be there for everybody else's meet. So yeah. so even the little kids, when she was five, mm-hmm. you had to be there from like 6.30 a.m. to like 4 p.m. No. And you had to help. And I was like, why is this sport like this? Like, yeah. And we, you probably had to pay money to get into it, You right? had to pay. Yeah. And, and you had to go. There was times where we like each of you as parents had to go help for like an hour or two. And I'm like, what is wrong with sw- How could swimming cost us? But we're like using a pool at mm-hmm. a high school on yeah. a weekend but it made it feel like, and so in that case, it was where it felt like, like the parents were a little crazy on like, this is how we are. This is how we are. You and know? it's a much of an investment. Like a cult. Yeah. yeah. Like Jesus, man. Yeah. Like, where's the fun in this? My kid's exhausted, you know? like Yeah. It's not worth it. Especially at that young of an age. But no, that, yeah, I'd like to know yeah, if, there, if we have a listener who really is invested in swimming to explain to me why why is that one so you could have stopped there if we have a listener yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i said uh my kid's gonna be playing soccer i registered to be a coach so i can't wait to have a bunch of karens yelling at me because hunter is not getting enough play time you gotta write them all down and that'll make him even more mad i don't care if you're writing it down you jerk What, write what down? What the fun, the stuff they say. Do you oh, yeah. Use oh, it as know. material and they'll be like, who does he think he is? What do you think he's a cop? He's writing it down. That's going to make me go back into comedy. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, write it down, take my picture. You'll be like, I am writing it down. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I can't punch you in front of all these kids. <laughs> so I've got here an article, the five parent types that are killing youth sports. Wow, they could divide them into five categories. And it actually makes sense. Okay. So I coached high school football for nine years. Yeah, I remember that. So I did five years at the school we went to, and then four years at another public school. All this stuff makes sense. Uh, The first one is the politician. It's the parent that kind of tries to do whatever they can to get their kid to get more playing time. Oh. And when I was coaching, there was a parent... There were a lot of parents that had stuff to say. They're like lobbyists. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But there was a parent who his kid, I actually really loved his kid. Like if my kid grows up to be as half as cool as this kid was, I'd be thrilled. He was a good kid. Yeah. But his thing is he was a swimmer and he was built like a swimmer. So he was fit, but he was a little guy and I coached line and he wanted to be with a lineman. Oh, dang and I'm it. like, dude, you would, you're athletic. You would get a lot more playing time if you did another position. I'm happy to have you, 
But he's like, no, I like this. I want to stay with these guys. And he wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So I took that as a compliment because, you know, my thing is teach him what to do. We have fun. Yeah. So he wanted to play end, which is because he tried playing in the middle and you just got pushed around. I'm like, you know what? You're fast enough. Let's put you at end. Yeah. And we'll see what we can do. And the thing is, he didn't care. He was, I'm like, I'm just doing this to stay in shape. I want to swim. Yeah. Every game I would get the, you know, you don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. My kids should be out there. Wow. And I would, the thing is, I would get the kid in, but it was like, hey, go ahead and get in there. He's like, no, I'm good. Oh, he I'm didn't like, want to get in. If you in. want in, you're in. And it wasn't like a need. I was like, I just want to get the kids in because it sucks to, you know, you know, practice all that much to not play. Yeah. So you got to get him in at least for a quarter. And he would play. But, but he didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was like, no, I'm good. I've had enough. And I was like, cool. Because yeah. he was getting beat up because these kids are twice his size. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we had this running joke between the coaches that this dad was going to take a swing at me after a game one day. And I totally believed it. I was like, this is going to happen. Yeah. After the games, walking to the bus, you know, he would be like, you don't know what you're doing. It's like, my kid deserves to be out there. And I'm like, I tried to actually talk to him. I was like, dude, I really like your kid. Yeah. He doesn't want to go in more than he does. Yeah. And I agree. He should be out there more, but he is getting, he's not in the right position. And I've offered him and he just, he wasn't having it. He just thought I hated his kid. And thankfully he never took a swing at me. (laughs) But what an asshole. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm not even like, did they even pay? They they pay him. I got like a couple hundred bucks. It was pretty much gas money. Yeah. But it was funny though, because he's, you know, kept insisting that we don't know what we're doing. I'm like, we're in the middle of a two-year winning streak. <laughs> <laughs> we went two years completely undefeated. <laughs> undefeated. We don't know. Not just we are having a good run. No, it's like we... We're undefeated. We're undefeated two years in a row. And like the other year... Oh shit, I was there for four years. I think we lost maybe three games in the four years <laughs> I was there. Clearly, we you, don't know what the fuck we're doing. You don't know what you're doing. We never lose, mister. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is... What I don't like, because when I worked at our school, yeah, we never won. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it was easier there because you could focus on let's have fun playing the game because yeah. I'm not expecting you guys to win. Yeah, this one it's really easy to get wrapped up, and so I commend them for you know they never made winning the most important thing. Even though you guys were. Winning at the one that you were undefeated at? or Yeah, no, they yeah, were really good cool. about that. You know, once in a while it would bubble up and yeah. then they'd have an extra close one and be like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Then the other type of parent that is killing youth sports is the blamer. This is the one who always blames others for their mistakes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, well, it's because the other player, my kid can't score if you guys don't support him right. You know, yeah. that type of shit. Yeah. And the thing is, if you're talking to a parent, you know, if you're, kid is playing you're talking to another parent yeah if that parent is talking shit about another kid you know he's talking shit about your kid too yeah so you can cut that shit short there's the yeller this one there's uh, i'll bring it up in a bit but pretty much there was a study and 80 percent of referees quit youth sports after two years because of these parents that are just assholes yeah 80 percent. that's wow way bad more turnover than a teacher yeah yeah and pretty much what happens with that is when you're yelling, it shows that mistakes aren't okay. Yeah. You know what? Umpires, I would not want to be an umpire because there's so much that can go wrong. Like, oh, yeah. I blinked because pitches come in fast. Yeah. Maybe not at like little league level, but yeah, you blink at the wrong time. Shit. I don't know if that was a strike or a ball. 
Yeah. And then it causes unneeded tension and it just ruins the fun because you got this asshole that's just yelling at everybody. Yeah. The excuse maker. This is the one where it's like, oh, my kid didn't get enough sleep or plays too many video games or whatever. And it's annoying. But yeah, the thing is, this kid will then become like he has that victim mentality. Yeah. And it's just like, well, it's not my fault that I fucked up. It's because obviously it was someone else's, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like the Tanya Harding thing. Remember she was like holding up her skate crying and all that crap. Yeah. Or or Jamarcus Russell, he just they just had like an interview with that guy from the Raiders. He's yeah. Like the, yeah. Oh my God, the whole article was kind of riveting because it was every reason why it wasn't his fault, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, man, it wasn't because like, you were lazy. But, it wasn't, cause, yeah, yeah. But it was so much. It wasn't that. That's what made it like, well, dude, I think you know, had you had anything in this thing of like something you like, none of it was his fault. Did you say it. something like, if you're going to call me a failure, call me the biggest failure. I'm like they do, <laughs> <laughs> but they big do. in many ways. Cause he was a, for a quarterback, yeah. that was a big heavy dude. Yeah. It, but it was pretty shocking to read and be like, dude, you're like in your late thirties and you, mm-hmm. you have no, you still don't think any like, yeah. To well, not, that's not is, to have any introspection on it, you know. This is what I hate about youth sports, yeah. how it's become a business. Yeah. Because the kids that are good, all of a sudden everyone's blowing them. They're just like, oh, you're the best. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You can do no wrong. It's yeah. like, oh, you know what? We'll have you retake that test. Yes. They're so used to having people go out of their way for them because they're yeah. special that it just sticks in their head that I don't need to do it. I don't actually have to do it. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And that's just, I hate that. I always hated, and I always had support on this. It's like when someone would score a touchdown and they would do like showboating. Yeah. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. Don't ever do that shit again. Yeah. There's the coach in the stand, the guy who said, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And it's confusing for the kids. Like yeah. no kid ever went, wow, we won that game because my dad called it from the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Your job as parents is to cheer them on. That's it. Yeah. You know, maybe support them afterwards if something didn't go right or pat them on the back if something did go right yeah well just just to even have the the guts to get out there and to do it and to be in it you know yeah well and there is a sixth shitty parent that wasn't brought up in this article and uh there's a guy named heath harmonson who has it for you but here's the thing when you're a kid you play the sport you eat your treat you take your nap and that's your day right that's all you know. You don't see the crappy side of kids' sports, which is what your parents had to deal with, which was dealing with the other parents. Right? Here's the thing. Most of the parents are pretty cool, except for that one. Her name's Meredith. Right? She's the worst. Right? Did I change her name for this joke? No, I did not. I want her to know. Right? She's the worst. Right? This is the lady that brings water and celery for a treat, okay? Water's not a treat! Right? Celery sucks! <laughs> yeah, you can't even put peanut butter on it because it's a nut allergy kid on the team! <laughs> Water and celery. Fucking Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other part. I gotta think about all that stuff. with Because uh, I remember when I was a kid playing soccer, it was orange slices, which was the fucking worst because you would have it and then your hands are all sticky. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I was like, God damn it. You're all trying to rub it in the grass. That doesn't work. <laughs> 
Well, so they're big on the whole don't keep score thing and all that, where I don't go that far. Yeah. I think you need to have winners. And no, you absolutely, you do. You What you need to be able to do, though, is to let them learn how to handle it. Exactly. Whether you win or you lose. like it, So they understand sometimes you're going to win, sometimes, sometimes you're always going to lose. You know, sometimes yeah. you're always going to win. You don't know. You're going to have streaks, you know. And that was the best thing. I've, I've coached on winning teams. I've coached on losing teams. Yeah. I've played on losing teams and I've played on losing teams. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to explain to Olivia, like, you know, as long as you, you know, you did your best and your best can change yeah. from day to day, then you can be happy with like, because I'm like, it, it, I'm like, what well, it feels like people never realize it's like you can do your absolute best and still fail. Mm-hmm. You know, because it there's can. always someone better. Yeah, and and that's where you can really be. Like, why do you can't really feel? You shouldn't feel bad about that. No. If you did your absolute best and you still lost, it's different than if you half-assed it. I remember there was a guy in our high school, really funny, cool guy who was on the wrestling team, and he kept in his weight division. He just had the the outliers. Like he had a girl in his weight class. And this is in the 80s when girls did not wrestle. Yeah. He had a girl in his weight class, and I think he had a blind guy in his weight class. <laughs> and he and they were both badasses, like would go to state, and he got his ass kicked by both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And it's like, you poor bastard. He's like, why do I have to go up against these guys? <laughs> why? Always yeah, there's me. There's no winning. Yeah. You yeah, won. Good job. Poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like they were both badasses. That's how it's like, dude. But it was, shoot, it was actually was driving in here. I think it was Pete Coriel, the comedian. Yeah. was talking. I guess his nephew or something was uh, playing it like a, it was like little league, but you know, super little. Yeah. And uh, his brother or whatever showed up, say, hey, who's winning? And one of the moms goes, the score is having fun to having fun because oh. we don't keep score. And then the brother looks at him and goes, just kind of like gives him a questionable look. And he's like, yeah, well, our team had fun 10 times. Their team had fun three times. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. It's like, that's cool. I don't understand that, yeah, because then it's the same as the when they just give awards to everybody. Or, so you don't yeah. understanding Thing when you is, win or lose. I was yeah. part of that, but I still understood winning and losing. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I got an article called Overzealous Parents Are Ruining Youth Sports, written by someone, uh, Randy Mazella. She has a 16-year-old son that is a ref for the local sports stuff. And a few weeks ago, her kid was officiating a basketball playoff game for girls in grades three to six. There was an overtime in a particularly close game. Her son called foul on a player. The father of the kid, who had been grumbling about calls throughout the game, cursed at the ref, who was a 16-year-old kid. Oh, my God. Refing for three to six grade yeah. kids. Thankfully, a paid adult escorted the guy out and said, get the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, it's third to sixth grade you're yelling at a 16 year old kid yeah i mean yeah knock it off yeah yeah the study by the national federation of state high school associations shows that about 80 percent of new officials give up the vocation after two years i really feel like there's a there's just a lot of people who hate their life so much that they just love taking advantage of like situations like teachers yeah people at stores like people that they know like they can't say anything back with they're gonna take it out on them you know the biggest thing and he talks about it right here parents derive their own self-worth from their kids achievements yeah so it's a reflection of the parents identities if my kid's a winner i'm a winner because i made them yeah that stupid shit which is sad if my kid's a loser i fucked up somewhere yeah probably true there i don't think it flips the other way 
No, but it depends. It's also what what you would say is a loser. If they lose at like a sport, is that really truly a loser? No. No. Loser would be like they're like a serial killer. Yeah. Well, the thing is, but my kid was the best. He killed lots of people. (laughs) (laughs) I could take. He was good at it. That's so funny. Um, (laughs) He did. He did terrible, terrible things. But they were thirty eyeball jars in his basement. That's success. <laughs> he did great. Um, <laughs> yeah. okay. He didn't well, get caught for like 30 years though. So I mean, I'm dating myself here, but Todd Marinovich. Oh yeah. Yeah. Winner, winner, winner. Once he got exposed to real life, just became a total loser. Yeah. If you're forcing this on your kids, you're setting them up for a rough time. Yeah. He was like the poster child of like, I didn't really want to do this. Yeah. My dad made me do yeah. it. And that, and that's just sad. Yeah. And I'm kind of making my son play soccer, but I want him to get a taste of organized sports. I was going to ask you that. Does he even want to? Because could, could he pick really, a different sport if he doesn't like it? You know, it's one of those sports where it's not. So, you can kind of fade in the back if you're really not into it. Okay. Whereas, like if I signed him up for wrestling, that's you. Yeah. You know that is. I have total respect for wrestlers, even bad yeah. ones, because that is just you against whoever. Yeah. You know, you can be a bench player on a team sport and still win the big championship trophy. Yeah. This is one of those things. I think this is the training wheels version of getting him into a team sport. Yeah. Just to get him used to it. You know, until high school, I didn't, I just sucked. So it might be, and I I did not enjoy it. So like basketball, I, I didn't make it very long in that maybe half a season. Mm -hmm. I tried track and, and that's the thing. Like if, if you're not into it, you don't understand it mm-hmm. and you're uncoordinated. Yeah. Like don't make him do it. Let him try. Maybe, maybe he'd like more like uh acting or sure. something like no, something to get him in out. You I know? just, he's nine. Yeah. I see want what he'll get do him it. to expo- be exposed to it. it. Cause the thing is if he's not going to try it for the first time in high school, cause these kids this been playing for years. So yeah, that's true. If he takes a shine to it, great. Yeah. If he doesn't cool, you finished it for a season. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, it talks about how initially the focus of youth sports was developmental. You learn how to do stuff. Keeps, it lets you at least try to figure out coordination. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of parents see it as like college scholarships and all that. And yeah. apparently fewer than 7% of student athletes compete beyond high school, which is actually higher than I thought. Yeah. So for every hundred kids playing a sport in high school, only seven of them are going to go play it to even community college. It does give you lifelong things of like, you know, I know I had to stop running after a while because of my back and mm-hmm. everything. But for a long time after high school, I would keep running because it, mm-hmm. it gave me, I, I actually loved it, you mm-hmm. know. So that's kind of, it does get stuff like that where like probably also, you know, the workout routines and stuff like yeah. that can carry it on. It sticks with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you never have been pushed physically you're never gonna be yeah so i because right now like he gets really tired at the camp thing yeah he gets like a side stitch really quick and it's like dude keep playing just go get through with it yeah parents are confusing youth sports with pro sports Mm -hmm. you know it's one thing to yell at you're a bum because this guy's getting paid 20 million a year yeah to suck yeah yeah yell at that guy (laughs) you know go ahead same for the refs they're getting paid well yeah don't yell at a fucking kid yeah. And especially if he's a ref. And, you know, for the record, hey, guys, most of the coaches out there, they're not getting paid. Yeah. Give them a break. They're dealing with your shitty kid. 
Yeah, they talk about the whole sports are a metaphor for life. Sometimes things don't go your way. Yeah. It's really important to learn that, you know, sometimes there is a bad call. I mean, how many times have we been at work and you get fucked over? Yes. And you have no recourse. Yeah. <laughs> other yeah. than find another job. Yeah. You know, and the thing is, the guy who yelled at his, you know, at the ref probably thought he was protecting his kid because that's yeah. the instinctive thing. All you're doing is bringing attention to them. Now the kid is embarrassed and all that crap. And then it wraps up with an interesting take on it. A lot of parents say that they're at the games for their kids, but they're really there for themselves. And this person said, I never go to my kids' sporting events. They're there to play with their friends, and I'd rather pick them up after the game and ask, did you have fun? And let them decide to talk about it if they want to. Yeah. Which my parents never came to my games, and that was fine. You know, I didn't really care. And it was actually probably better because I didn't feel like I had to, you know, work hella hard. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you feel like, oh, shit, I have to entertain them. Yeah. While the main objective in pro sports is to win, placing the goal solely on winning in youth sports sends the kids the wrong message. So when I was working at that, uh, the losing program, we had a rule that the head coach put in, said if you miss one day of practice, you miss one quarter of the game. That's cool, yeah. Which I'm like, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Unless there's like, you know, stuff yeah. happens. Yeah. Some and kids some kids, you can't get there, yeah, if yeah. it's depending. Like, yeah, I can't get a ride or, you know. Yeah, so you have, it was usually four days of practice and one day was the game. Yeah. So if you missed four days, you don't play. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Now, if, you know, grandma died, I had to fly out of town to go to the funeral, I'm going to let that kid play. Yeah. But if it's just because, oh, I didn't feel like coming in or I couldn't make it because I had attention or yeah. whatever. I had a kid who played center, was a good center, and he missed two days practice. So at the game, I said, okay, you want to play the first half or the second half? Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense to be like second quarter, third quarter. Makes or no sense, yeah. So I'll play the first half. I'm like, cool. And he was totally cool with it. He yeah. understood. He was learning a lesson. Yeah. yeah. So first half, we were in, and we we're actually in this game because this is a team that did not win a lot. Yeah. And then I said, okay, backup center. And the thing is, I let the backup center know, hey, this is on you today. You're you're our guy. And it wasn't like, I'm not trying to pressure him. Like, you got to do, you know, it's like, hey, got any questions? You know, yeah. get some extra snaps in. And he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just having a bad, he wasn't as good as this other kid. Yeah. And we were getting destroyed. Yeah. So, and our lead was going away. And head coach said, hey, why isn't, what's his name in? Missed two days of practice. Well, get him in anyway. Oh. Nope. And, and it was the head coach's... Yes. Yeah. And this is one of those things where... No, you got to stick with what you said. The shitty, you know, the great player gets extra yeah. good benefits yeah. for shitty behavior. Yeah. It's like, I'm not doing it, man. You made this rule. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And the kid's cool with it. He's like, well, I'm not. You got to get him in. We're getting killed. Then we're getting killed. And I was not invited to coach the next year. <laughs> yeah, you didn't listen to him. Yeah. yeah Even like, though he, you're breaking it. Yeah. Yeah. You made the fucking rule. Yeah. So I don't know. And I stand by it today. No, yeah, that's And the thing good. is, the hood was so fucking cool about it. You yeah. know, he acted like an adult. It's like, yeah, I know the rules. That's cool. I learned the rules. Yeah. When the parents are in the stands, kids are watching them, looking to see if they're pleased with them. So behave like a grown up and set a good example. And they don't need us there. We're there to support them and just leave it at that. So parents, quit being assholes to your kids. Yes. Yeah, if you can't handle it, don't go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I catch myself at the camp, like, shouting instructions to Owen. Yeah. You know, except because he has this thing, you know, in soccer, if someone has the ball on your team and you run right next to him, you are useless because he can't pass it to you. You are just in his way. And I just 
Okay, so separate. he's lucky he had you because no, yeah. he does not. Well, no, I'm gonna be, be a fucking tyrant. But when uh, I but when I was a kid, you know, I'm seven years younger than Doug, mm-hmm. and Doug played more like in high school stuff. Yeah, and Barb, she did stuff, but it was so long before me that I I never really paid attention sure. or understood when she yeah. played basketball. So there was nobody, <laughs> there was nobody around to explain anything. They were just like my mom was just like, yeah. We, you should play or yeah. go play, you Don't know, and that. and I'd be out there like, you know, I especially basketball. I remember I, I I'm like I have no idea what this game is. Yeah. I was the same one. I, I wanted for four to be years. in it, but I was like <laughs> I I wanted to be there at first, but I was like I, I don't know what to do. I can't even get it to dribble. Like, yeah. Dude, my <laughs> best year of CYO basketball, I scored six points total. See? <laughs> That's for the year. <laughs> I probably should have stuck with it just to be on there. But yeah, I really was yeah, so confused and so. And that's why, yeah. that's what I hope to do is get yeah. these kids to appreciate. Yeah. You know. And just, you know, getting them, I think what's good with having you there is at least you'll explain it. That's what I want to do. At a level that they'll understand. understand. Yeah. yeah. And I just need to not yell because I'm a yeller. Yeah. I'm better with other people's kids than my own. Yeah. It just works out that way. But you know, it's like, hey. I just yell separate on separate just to get away so he yeah. can pass it to you. Cause I was showing it to him in the hallway actually of our house. Yeah. It's like, what can we do here? So what do you mean? Give me the ball. I'm like, what's the difference to so the guy defending us? Yeah. You got one guy covering two guys here and we're in each other's way. Now, if you walk over there and we got one guy here, the ball goes faster than him. I kick it over to you. You can do something with it. And he's like, Okay, and then we would like screw around, and he runs right next to me with the ball again. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we'll work this out. Yeah. Email us. Tell us what you think. The standupdads at gmail dot com. Subscribe, rate us, review us, tell a friend. It's how the show grows. If you want to hire someone to make an animation of a pissed off dad beating on an old man in front of a bunch of in front of a bunch of crying kids, who would they reach out to? You'd reach out to me, Mike Gray, Pencil for Hire. You can look at my work on PencilForHire.com or Pencil for Hire on Instagram. Get our sponsor, the Seattle Gummy Company. Perhaps try the CBD gummy so that you're mellow at your kid's next sporting event. That would be good. Click the link in the show notes. Enter the code STANDUPDADS15 and get 15% off your order. Seattle Gummy Company, stand-up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. Get my side project, the gag on this podcast. That's run by Big Nick. Uh, last week, we had a last-minute swap, and this week, we'll have Rock Allen joining us. Last week, we had Nick Michelson and Gabriel Alexander come on, and my side was hurting from laughing that whole time. We had a blast. Definitely not suitable for, suitable for work, yeah. but we had a great time. And uh, be nice to your coaches and refs. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye-bye. <laughs>